living large and take a charge, big boy. Listen up, it's Danny and Tay, and we are heard. Hi guys, welcome back to episode 96 of Heard the Podcast. This is Danny. And I am joined. Um, I am joined by a special guest. What's your name, special guest? The Jonathan Xavier. Wait, so you wow. added you added the at the beginning now? So now you want to be... The <laughs> no me. <laughs> so now you're the Jonathan. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, um, what have you been up to, Jonathan? Oh, well, before that, I keep forgetting. Before that, thank you guys again for tuning in to episode 96. Make sure you guys um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Heard the Podcast. Make sure you guys like and share with a friend. We are available on all podcasting platforms. Make sure you guys check out our YouTube channel. Um, type in H-E-R apostrophe D, the podcast, and subscribe. And um, yeah. So anyways, back to you, Jonathan. What have you been up to lately before we get into the show? Because you your first time on this is your first time on Heard the Podcast. Yes, I was actually supposed to do one with you sometime last year. Oh, when the Megan time, stuff came out. When the Megan stuff came out. Yeah. Yes, yes. The so, album Good News. Well, oh, well, speaking of good news, I graduated from <laughs> the Bowie State University on Friday. <laughs> Why are you got a V at the front of it now? <laughs> I mean, you got to put an emphasis on it. <laughs> this is legendary. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. And what was the major? Human resource development. Okay. Okay. So you have any uh, career plans or are you in the works of getting started with work or? So I do want to tap into the government, um, mm-hmm. work within HR there. Um, I do want to become an HR director. Okay. Um, so definitely, you know, making sure the organization is running smoothly. Um, no chaos, you know, a peaceful what kind environment. Of, what kind of organization? Like, do you have anything that you um, want to focus on or does it matter? I actually want to work within HBCUs. Um, okay. So I am going to be a three-time HBCU alum. All right. So yeah, you know, um, I definitely want to give back to one of many or if not multiple HBCUs across the nation. What was your, um, where did you go undergrad? Tell everybody where you went to undergrad. All right. So if y'all are tuning in, <laughs> I went to Livingstone College in Salisbury, North Carolina. That's right. Um, shout out to Shadiamond. I, I hope you're listening. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He was on last episode, I think, or the episode before that. No, yeah, don't yeah, you was on last so. episode. Yeah, we had fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so y'all make sure y'all listen to that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for my first master's, I went to Howard University. Oh, wait, so you have DC. two masters? This will be my second master's. Oh, yes, see, look at you. Look at you. <laughs> see, I listen, I got my bachelor's degree from Towson. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I am done. Done. Okay. <laughs> done i can't do it no i'm not doing it um but kudos to you for real though because i it takes a special type of person to go back to their man it takes a special type of person to go back for their masters twice yeah but i think because i switched what i wanted to do like oh. i do want to still work within social work so i can definitely tie the skills together but i do want to kind of have the opportunity to do more than just 
you know, therapy, um, uh-huh. casework. So it was social like work that. that you got your master's in at first, or was that undergrad? Mm-hmm. My bachelor's and master's was okay. in social work. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So you're a people person, like you listen to people and you know, you're you're open-minded mm-hmm. to okay, well that's 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 great. Okay, because I'm definitely looking for a therapist actually. I've been um looking at um therapy therapy mm-hmm. for blackgirls.com. There's actually a lot of therapists um in the Largo. I live in Largo. There's actually a lot of therapists in like the upper Marlboro Largo area. So I just gotta pick and pick who I want to um to go see or whatever. So yeah. Um, anywho, okay, so usually for um her the podcast, we try to um start off with positivity, um, like, you know, shout outs or anything random that we came across on social media or in, in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple of things on my list real quick. We just run we can just run through this real quick. Did you hear about Jaden Smith opening up a restaurant um to feed homeless people for free? Yeah, and I think that is so dope that he's doing that. Um, I definitely feel that his parents have definitely mm-hmm. molded not just him but their kids in general into being servant leaders and mm-hmm. they're so young so mm-hmm. I feel like that's a positive thing and them being black as well like mm-hmm. it's just spreading the positivity across you know the nation all, all around so yeah that's pretty dope yeah so the restaurant um he because he started off with a food truck called i love you um that sold healthy well didn't sell it but they gave out healthy vegan food to the homeless um so now it's going to be a restaurant that gives out healthy vegan food to the homeless and if you and if you're not homeless you have to purchase the food and you also have to purchase the food for the person behind you as well so that's a good that's a good um um, idea as well so i think that's cert that's very commendable um, and mm-hmm. I admire him for that. He's definitely an entrepreneur, so I definitely admire him for that. Um, and his music is actually pretty good too. Oh yeah, I don't know if you listen with music. Listen to his music. You, you have I actually seen him live before. See, I haven't seen him live before, but I have listened to some of his earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he opened for Tyler the Creator. That's why I saw him a couple oh, years yeah. ago. Tyler, Tyler's mm-hmm. dope too. You know, let me some Tyler. Okay. And then <laughs> Naomi Campbell, she um just broke news and said that she just had a baby, a healthy baby at 50 years old. So kudos to her. Shout out to her for delivering a baby safely. That you know that they say after 35 is risky for women to have kids, but you know, she made it through. So kudos mm-hmm. to her. And Janet Jackson, because she definitely had kids after she was 35 for sure. Yeah, and you know, those are definitely high risk. So shout out to them for delivering healthy kids because you know, most most women their age wouldn't even be thinking about that, but you know, it's definitely a risk they took. Um, definitely um, probably could have used some treatments that they could mm-hmm. afford to make sure they were healthy throughout the pregnancy. So I, I commend them for that. And I commend Naomi for being healthy as well. Cause like, she still looks good. She still looks the same size she looked when she came out. I yeah. know black does not crack. She's okay. Nice, slim and trim. I'm talking about her, her body. I'm like, damn, sis, you still skinny as hell. So Ariana Grande just announced that she got married to her fiance. Um, his name is Dalton Gomez. I'm not really sure what he does. Um, mm-hmm. he seems like a nice guy though, from the pictures I've seen. But yeah, she mm-hmm. just got married. So shout out to her. Congratulations to Ariana Grande. She's such a sweetheart, don't you think? I do. I love her so much. Yes. I, I love her music. And actually, you know what? I wouldn't be mad at a victorious reboot. I wouldn't be upset about that. Ooh, I'm not I sure know. if they could afford her now, but I'm just saying, I wouldn't be mad at a victorious reboot. 
And then also um, Bun B just announced that he is a new committee member of the NAACP, um, Houston's branch. And see, you know what? (laughs) Houston has been really been doing their thing lately with charitable efforts, you know, from the Beyonce's, the Megan's, Solange. Oh, you know what? Beyonce does have a does have a charitable. What um Solange has a charity for Houston? I think she does have a charity for Houston. She, I think I, I saw something the other day or something. She did something for Houston not definitely. too long ago. I think I saw something. I don't remember, but I know Beyonce has her Be Good Foundation mm-hmm. as well. Um, Solange did something. I can't remember what it was. I saw something. I know I did like last week or something like that. Do you follow Solange's um her spam page? on instagram i do and i, I love I, it I, the content is always good um but i i definitely feel like now that she you know she's not her sister like yeah. you know yeah they're both private mm-hmm. um but she definitely puts out music when she wants to content when she wants to mm-hmm. and i feel like they're very good at branding so you know you know I, we, I the whole follow vibe. both yes yes (laughs) I I love it I love it she's actually really open about her mental health issues as well too she had she had a um, mental health issue um not too long ago that she had to battle through Mm -hmm. um and it kind of took a toll on her physical body um yeah she discussed that in one of her posts as well so I like how she's open with her because she's not perfect just because you come from a famous family doesn't mean anything. She's I love how she's open about her her own issues. And then lastly, um, Sherry Shepard, um, she um, was shopping around a pilot called Black Don't Crack. And in the pilot, um, it includes Taj Maori, Tisha Campbell, Viola Davis, and Essence Atkins. Um, so a- she was shopping around the pilot to ABC. And um, they declined it. They didn't move forward. Um, but she's keeping her spirits mm. up and she's going to keep, she's going to try to shop around to other networks. But it's a sitcom called Black Don't Crack and it would star Tisha Campbell, Taj Maori, Viola mm. Davis, and um, Essence Atkins. Well, you know, I definitely feel like with the right people in place, it can happen. Um, a lot of networks have been turning down some good sitcom ideas that people have been putting out there. Mm. um so you know it's all about how you present it for sure yeah I mean are we over sitcoms or like what do you think I don't know I feel like it's the people that's running them that is just like I don't think that's a good idea but honestly tv that's what tv is lacking yeah do you think that we're like phasing out of like the scheduled programming and just onto like the netflix and the hulu of it all like do you think that's what that is or yeah i mean in, I would a, say, way. in a way because you know what honestly like we we still get excited to watch snowfall when it comes out at 10 p.m on every wednesday so it's like we're just sitting there waiting to live tweet so it's kind of weird i don't know maybe it's like a sitcom thing or something i don't know i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know and yeah because you know has kind of ABC kind of rebranded itself I feel like I don't know ABC ABC gives me very much like Grey's Anatomy <laughs> you know yeah yeah but you know a lot of the good sitcoms that they've had on TV they only lasted about a year well not even a year but they lasted about a good two to three seasons mm. and then after that they took them off they're like oh we're not doing it no more Lil Rel he had a little sitcom a couple years ago um that didn't really last 
I don't know. I feel like it was released on the wrong platform. I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. Maybe we're kind of mm-hmm. over it. Maybe we're kind of over the sitcom thing. I don't know. I don't know. I have to revisit that. Anywho. Okay. So on to the topics. Did you hear about, um, did you hear about the Bow Wow versus Little Romeo conversation? I don't know. <laughs> yes. They, I definitely feel like they need to lay it to rest. Um, <laughs> if, if versus definitely wanted that for the culture it definitely would have happened before the transition of apple tv well not apple tv but apple was it music uh, apple um, apple music and in, in, in uh, uh triller and stuff like that yeah before they transitioned from apple music to triller i feel like it would have happened on the apple music platform um of course but you know timbaland and swiss beats they definitely had influence on the artists that, you know, people kept saying, this is who we want, this is who we want. But then as well, you know, if artists didn't want to do it, they weren't going to do it. For example, you know, what took Ashanti <laughs> so long to do it was because she was like, it has to be the right timing, the right person and everything like that. I think she, um, I think she wanted to wait till she released some music or something. Because after that versus, I think either before or after the verses, she had released she some new, new music song. or something. Yeah. So she was waiting mm-hmm. for her music. That's all that was. Honestly, that's what I feel like. Yeah. But, you know, I definitely feel like versus before the transition to Triller, because honestly, I haven't watched too many on the Triller platform. I'll, so you saw yeah. the SWV? Yeah, I saw the that in a escape. Um, R and B won that night for sure. Mm-hmm. For I didn't sure. really catch it. I didn't catch too much of it, but I heard it was good. I heard it was a good matchup. I heard it was a good performance. So yeah, TL, uh, not TLC. Um, Lord, not TLC. Escape. Escape. Uh, I came can't. out swinging. Oh, okay. Really? They came out swinging, but then. SWV came back in the end and came through. But what I didn't like from um, Escape was that Tiny and Candy was trying to make it seem like, you know, on behalf of Escape, you know, we did write these two songs for people. Um, Of course, No Scrubs was one. I I don't blame them from doing that, though. I don't. I don't blame them from doing that. I don't blame them. I don't blame. If I was Kane, I would have played all them damn songs I wrote. Yeah, I mean, I would have done it too. But at the same time, like you trying to put it up against, I guess, like songs that weren't as popular, they put those songs up against SWV that people may have not heard or people listen to the album, like you know the hits that they put out versus the songs that made the album cut you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it didn't seem as fair like oh if you want to play enough scrubs what is the next person gonna play you know but like i said swv definitely held their ground so who you think won it for sure for sure i would say swv because they came out at the end and performed week uh-huh. and the acapella was just so like flawless like they still sound good i definitely feel like if they wanted to do like a comeback album of some sort Mm. and like just remake not remake but like 
do a like a re-release what's it called? like a re-release mm-hmm. of the up-to-date voices like mm-hmm. i definitely feel the magic would just wow mm-hmm. everybody they should have did that they should do that yes well when it comes to the rome when the romeo and bow wow thing honestly like i don't know why i mean you know we know that like you know the you know the bow wow and romeo beef that was like the beef of our childhood or whatever but like i just feel honestly i can't name one romeo song i love him to death but i can't name one romeo song and when it comes to bow wow honestly it's only one good match with him and i think it's soldier boy i think bow wow versus soldier boy will be awesome mm. especially the way they're going now with the whole like the live stage performances and stuff they're doing with the verses i think that'll yeah. be great because they have songs together they have songs together and they also have songs with the same people if that makes sense so that'll be a a concert that'll be a, a yeah. great concert that'll be a, the, the damn near a, a damn millennium tour part four or something or whatever. <laughs> so i think that'll be a, that's a better business move to me and you see how social boy he's he trying to like remind y'all like look i'm still here like i did this i did that i made this thing pop i'm the one that did the tiktok stuff first i'm i'm i made this thing popular first you know so i think that's a better matchup i think that's a better business move and that will yeah that yeah i mean i feel i definitely feel like if you know those two were asked to do it i pretty much feel like they would agree to do it um they definitely both have a good amount of hits that could go head to head with each other. Um, even though Bow Wow was long before Soldier Boy, um, like I definitely feel like the music can still hang with each other. You know, I what don't I mean? think. Um, I think when he because um when Bow Wow was out, when he started doing that Omarion stuff, that was when Soldier Boy was out, right? Yeah, I think he'll start off with the Omarion stuff, like that Omarion era that he was in. Because before the mm-hmm. Omarion, before the Omarion stuff, that's when he was like little. I don't think he's gonna. He might do the little bow wow. You just don't know. Like he yeah. might do that one little time, and after that, it'll be like all like the preteen stuff he did. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that occurring. That'll be a good listen because if that'll be a whole concert, it'll be Chris Brown up in there, it'll be Omarion up in there, it'll be everybody because they all have songs with the same people. With the same people, you are you're exactly right anywho okay so how did you feel about this um Nicki Minaj return (sighs) Nicki Minaj is like my go-to um definitely when it comes to female rap um she's definitely in my top five of the greatest of all time Um, who's your five um so Uh uh-oh I'm not going to put it in any type of order, like oh, saying God. who's the best, but <laughs> I would definitely say Nikki, um, mm-hmm. Missy Elliott. Okay. Um, Little Kim. Okay. Um, oh, top five somebody, female. Yeah, I'm female. thinking the top five, top five, top five. Like, oh, no, no, no. Top five. See, okay. well, I can't put myself on a spot like that <laughs> okay okay i ain't gonna do it to you i thought you meant that but so you say okay so your top five women are nikki kim missy and who else um somebody that's up and coming that i really like a lot is doja cat oh my god i love doja cat i love doja cat and i'm constantly in oh my god jonathan i'm constantly in these arguments because people try to discredit her they try to say that she's not a rapper. I'm like, yes, she is. She can do it all. 
and you, I mean, and you people, people she's a pop artist yeah you she can do it all and people aren't used to a bitch that can do it all very well because yeah mm-hmm. the rap girls the rap girls they try to sing but doja cat sings and she actually sounds good like she she's actually a good singer as well as a rapper facts but yes. I feel like when it comes to these award shows, they don't really put her in the proper categories. It, it's kind of weird because um, I don't know if you saw the Billboard Award nominations, but they put her yeah. in like these weird like R&B categories with like SZA and Janae Aiko. And I'm like, she doesn't belong in these categories. I don't know why you're not trying to put her in the pop categories, <laughs> but she's a pop girl. She's not even an R&B artist. She's I mean, not. she can sing well, anything, but she she's not R&B artist. Yeah, she's a pop artist because, like, I mean, even though her projects, like, her, her last project, Hot Pink, it definitely has, like, R&B fusions in it, definitely has, mm-hmm. like, trap infusions in it, definitely has alternative infusions in it, definitely has rap infusions in it, or whatever. You know, she she can do it all, but I don't think they, they should put her in that one department. Put her in the pop girl department with the Katy Perry and the Selena Gomez and stuff. Put her over there. Right. Because it still makes sense. Right. Because I mean, for I think honestly, even with the pop girls, the pop girls try to the pop girls make the same music Doja Cat does. They infused all the hip hop and rap stuff in their stuff. Like uh, Katy Perry, like she has songs that have like trap infusions in them. She'll have rap, whole ass yeah, with Juicy rappers. J. Yes, yeah. She'll have whole mm-hmm. ass rappers on her song. So it's just I don't know. It's like it's a, it's a color thing too. They're racist, honestly, because like it, it doesn't make any sense. Like don't don't get me started. Because if she was if she was white, she would be in that damn category with Ariana Grande, right next to Ariana Grande in that damn category. I don't know why they keep playing with. I don't know why they keep doing that. Facts. Yes, but anywho, back to the Nikki thing. Um, for me, I love the return. I love the three new records. Um, 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 on the new release, not the new on the Mm -hmm. re-release of Vimy Up Scotty. Um, I just didn't. I didn't really care for the rollout. Um, I didn't care for her being late on live. Um, and I, right. I wish there could have been something more done when it came to the marketing of it all, when it came to the rollout. Yeah. That's the only critique on that. I mean, because normally her layout for when she's about to do something is like pretty yeah. much, you know, advertisement after advertisement. Yeah. Like you, you're seeing it before it even come out. And so I guess the fact that she came on live late and then the content in terms of like what she wanted to talk about she's like oh um y'all only got like 15 minutes this and that i didn't really like that like if you're gonna give suspense you should definitely you know come on live hour chat with your people even if tay was late (laughs) even (laughs) if it was late blame it on on tay i think she should have did a damn she should have did a damn uh YouTube release thing that everybody else be doing now. They go live on YouTube, yeah, and do it that way. I don't know why she didn't didn't do that. Maybe it was like honestly, think this was like a last minute thing. I don't know why she. I don't know. Cause cause she's been saying that she wanted to get her music, her mixtape music, on streaming services for a while. Okay. But it, when it came down to artists clearing records that she had remixed, that's what was the hold up. Mm. um you know some of the producers and stuff like that couldn't get it cleared um so the fact that she got the majority of the records cleared for beam me up scotty was great um if people want to you know go back and listen to those i think three records or four records that couldn't get cleared you know they definitely can (laughs) and it that itself to be honest brings back the whole ymcb era that 
when you saw those three on a track, you were like, okay, I'm about to get my life. Like the whole Roger that, the whole bedrock, you know, that's stuff that, you know, we grew up on. And that's what I feel like is missing. Like there's no big three that compares to those three that are still in the game right now. Right. I think, um, I really think that they should do a video. Please do a video. Please do a video to seeing green, please. And, would be, and it would be for the culture, but for sure. But I don't um, think she's going to do it. Heavy. I said, I've been bumping it heavy, but I don't, I don't think she'll do that right now. Yeah. I definitely feel like her and Drake are focused on the solo albums. Once Drake yeah. finally gets out, Certified Lover Boy, once yeah. she finally puts out her fifth album, I definitely feel thing, like her thing thing. The fifth thing thing. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy on the sleeve. Um, <laughs> you know, I love Nikki when she does that. It's just like she definitely be in her bag. Like the fifth thing thing. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I actually love her little um her little um her SoundCloud freestyles too. Yeah. Yeah. See. This is why when she took her hiatus for as long as she did and the Queen Radio, like, personnel, I definitely miss, like, the whole, um, like, her alter egos, you know what I mean? Like, the Romans and the Oniko Tanya Mirage, like, it definitely is missed. Um, So I, I hope that this new era for Nikki she comes back and she's tapping into some of her, I don't want to say tapping back into her old um, flow, but I definitely want to see like the variety of what she covers in her music. Um, you know, definitely people have been saying like, oh, Meg is always talking about this and Cardi's always talking about that, mm. but it's only few people that can actually switch it up and stuff like that. I definitely feel like Nikki went on a spree talking about the same thing as well. Yeah. Um, so I think everyone Mar- raps about the same thing. I don't me. know why. I, don't, <laughs> I think everyone raps about the same things over and over again. I don't know why they keep wanting to pick and choose who they want to like, like who is doing come it. At about it. You like, know what yeah, I mean? Everyone raps about the same shit all the time. All the time. I don't know why. Uh, so when you say, so, okay, so when, when you said that you think that the documentary is done, I do feel like it is close to being done, if not probably 90% done. Um, This documentary has been in the works for a very, very long time since the MTV documentary she did um, Um, when she first came out as like a pop icon. You know uh what I mean? Like the the Save Me era. Oh, I'm thinking about the I'm thinking about the one where they documented her her VMA performance when her dress ripped. Yeah, well, I think in terms of that, um, I definitely feel like this documentary that she's about to put out, I definitely feel like it's pretty much done. Um, I probably would say now at this point, she's probably editing. Mm. Um, I definitely feel like she probably wants to incorporate some of the new music that she's done. Um so I, I feel like it's pretty much done. It's just, you know, whatever she's going to put in there. Like, you know, she definitely says she wants to do a tour when the album drops and stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting to see how 
we return to festivals and stuff like that mm. with the pandemic and everything. I was just thinking about um, checking out Broccoli Fest's uh, Instagram page just to see what's going on because um, a lot of these like Rolling Loud, Miami, they about to start having festivals mm. again, Chicago, about to start mm. having festivals again. So I'm like, what's going on with DC? I don't know what's going on with DC. Um, and see, I, t- I basically took uh, my money back because, you know, the whole pandemic, we didn't know what it was going to be like a year later. Um, luckily, we have a vaccine, but yeah. you know, I'm still kind of skeptical in terms of like bigger crowds like that. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to be. I don't understand the whole, oh, if you're if you're if you're vaccined, you don't have to wear a mask. I'm like, I'm still wearing my mask regardless. So I don't know. I mean, and how, mm-hmm. you, how you know I get, got vaccined or not? Like, how do you know if I got vaccined? You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know that, and exactly. so you, anyone can just say I'm getting a vaccine, or I have the vaccine, and I can walk around freely. I don't with no feel comfortable. I, I honestly don't feel comfortable no more with, without wearing a damn mask. To be honest with you, I'm like, am I naked? Oh my gosh, I'm missing. Right, it's, it's basically like an everyday accessory. At yeah, this point. I'm, I'm definitely wearing my mask regardless. Anywho, um, back to Nikki. We just we just sped off somewhere else. <laughs> which is we do that a lot on the show so don't be don't be mad about that anywho so um since nikki came out all the girls been greedy um people asking her left and right can you unblock me can you come on my remix can you do this can you do that um so you know miami everybody uh-huh. was laughing at her because she was like oh nikki can you unblock me please what do you th- <laughs> I, I wouldn't like even have said that in public <laughs> like it's as it's asking for you know people to definitely start having an opinion on something they may have not been familiar with. because honestly no, I don't me, I, I wouldn't even, have told nobody I wouldn't have like told I don't nobody. like I remember you know the whole Cardi and City Girls thing mm-hmm. But club, I didn't think asked. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think it was like that much of an issue where she blocked both of them. Oh yeah, she blocked. She blocked. Oh, she blocked JT too. Yeah, I want to say she blocked both of them. Um, yeah. she blocked both of them, and basically, you know, her and Cardi they don't speak. Um, so I feel like due to them both supporting Cardi because Cardi did the twerk. Um, song for them yeah. and I was like their biggest hit they were like you know basically Carisha supporting Cardi mm-hmm. like I feel I feel it's almost like there were a lot of female rappers but also there were a lot of DJs and there were a lot of mm-hmm. male rappers that were on the Nicki hate train mm-hmm. like the Migos and stuff yeah and now y'all popping out basically saying you know as if y'all support but y'all should have kept that same energy, you know, three years ago when all of this was going down. Yeah. I think when you're in Miami, I don't think that she bashed Nikki, but I think when she answered that, first of all, th- them even asking, oh, are you team Cardi or team Nikki? Like that was messy in itself. But either way, yes. I think she could have answered that question more gracefully. Um, and it probably wouldn't have been no issue. So for sure. Yeah, but anywho, okay. So, have you heard? Have you heard about the the Joe Button stuff? The whole Joe Button drama. Yeah, um, I've listened to Joe Button's podcast quite a few times. Same, and 
I definitely feel like he has this mindset of he can just say what the hell he wants. He doesn't care how it comes off, Mm -hmm. um, even if it sounds arrogant. Um, Some of his commentary definitely gives off the vibe of if you're a woman, basically I'm the authoritative. And yeah, like the whole thing with... Um, Ma and Rory, mm-hmm. um, that to me, to see them go, the his podcast definitely is not going to be the same. Yeah, um, they added a pizzazz to the show. You know, we all want to hear Roy and Ma. Yeah, but you, if you notice, um, after this whole, not after this whole debacle, but you know, if you notice that since this whole debacle occurred and He's been back on his podcast. I believe Maul and Rory are going to be doing something together. Um, you, I saw you, something they posted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they posted today. it. So they, yeah, they po- it wasn't today. They, oh, what you mean they posted it? Like an announcement? Yeah, I think it was like a, uh, it was definitely a, a flyer of some sort. Send it to me. Like I, didn't see, I didn't see that. Send it to me. But um, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to send it to you. But they actually, Rory and Maul actually released, um, released of released something a couple days ago explaining their mm-hmm. side of everything and i honestly mm-hmm. believe roy and all but i just think overall even with the whole olivia dope um sexual harassment allegations because he definitely was um he definitely was sexually inappropriate with her um i'll just yeah. say this like he you know it was very poor leadership skills um and very mm-hmm. poor workplace I guess employer skills. If you like, it was just very poor conduct and very poor leadership skills all around. Um, and then also, like you have to remember, yeah, you know, we may know these people because of you, but you have to remember these are still people. They're not beneath you. You know what I'm saying? Like essentially, you still right. need them because if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't have you know this platform, if you will, or this interesting of a platform. That's what I feel like. And that and that's facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, send me that post because I didn't see. Because if they have a podcast to together, I would definitely tune in for that. I would definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't for mind. Sure. I like Roy. I love Maul too. He's real. Like, I think Maul is super laid back, but he's still interesting. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like he's not boring. He's laid back, but he's not boring. I don't think of him as boring. For sure, they definitely gave. A different you know personality to his podcast so yeah i would definitely tune in if they started their own <laughs> he said i'll name this response later that's funny um yeah so i don't i don't see a flyer on rory's page but um i know rory he um he manages a couple of musical acts i believe and he has his mm-hmm. own like he does his own like entrepreneur thing on the side as well but anywho, um, yeah, I just think it was just poor leadership skills, just him becoming the this real big headed and like, you know, people just when they get it, when they when they reach a certain amount of success after being, you know, after failing so much, I guess, they, mm-hmm. you know, they become big headed and I don't know, but you either way you have to, you have to be humble in the process. Let me see. Oh, sure. you sent me a post. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, shit. Rory and Maul. Ooh, ooh. So you know what that means. Oh, okay. So moving along, are you familiar with um, Snoop Dogg's kids? The ones that are, you know, 
out there. Yeah, like so. Of- yeah, Cordell, he's out there. I think Cordell yeah. played like college football at one point, but he's out there with with this whole like modeling thing and like social. He's like mm-hmm. a socialite, I guess. Um, and then his daughter, her name is Corey. Um, mm-hmm. her name is Corey. So I brought them up because her his daughter Corey came out and said, you know, yeah, like at one point she contemplated suicide because she had a, a lot of, you know, just issues like with her body and feeling ugly, being dark skinned, people calling her ugly. She would be looking in the mirror and she would ask her mom, like, Ugh, mom, I'm ugly. I'm ugly, mom. Why am I so ugly? How come I can't look, how come I don't look, look like my brothers? Like, why am I so dark? Like, you know, things like that, which is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I look at her social media and I see her mom always, her mom always makes sure, her mom always makes sure to call her beautiful in the comments, like all the pictures, like if I say, mm-hmm. if I see her page, like her mom is always in the, in all the comments, making sure that he, she tells her daughter that she's beautiful and that she's amazing, which is, which is wonderful. I love that. Um, but I think that, you know, we need to realize more that celebrities are still people yeah and i mean you know i feel like people give celebrities and their families they put them so much high on a pedestal that they often forget that we have to understand underneath all of that they're human beings just like us yeah and if you drive people to feel like they want to commit suicide I mean, where, where does yeah, it Yeah, like, and, and, you know, mental health has been something being heavily broadcasted within the last couple years in terms of promoting, like, seeing a therapist and stuff like that. So when people say these cruel um, things to these celebrities, they act as if celebrities aren't regular humans, too, like we are. And she can actually really, she has a beautiful voice as well. Yeah, I I feel like she's definitely talented, but I feel like, you know, people putting a damper on her, um, you know, people putting a damper on her and, you know, her not feeling, what's the word? Not empowered, but she's not embracing her confidence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like, honestly, if she was, I feel like if of Corey, if she was more confident and she had more, self-love and she wasn't always put down by outsiders i feel like she would have had a, a music career by now because she's oh, Dog, yeah. she's but, dog's daughter like she would have been been out by now because shit ti kids out rapping and, and, and singing and stuff so i mean yeah i mean I'm, but i'm glad that she realizes that like you know the mean things people say about her aren't true and i'm glad that she's like coming forward and trying to bring awareness to it though but people need to calm the fuck down when is it when are people gonna get tired of calling people black and ugly like when is that gonna be when is that gonna be tired I just want to know. I'm asking for a friend. Me too. So, do you watch? Do you watch Zeus at all? Um, I don't either. I- <laughs> There's a new show called Baddies ATL, which is basically like Bad Girls Club all over again. Like N- Natalie Nunn is in it, Tanisha's in it, Judy's in it. Like all the old bad girls okay. are in it. So it's basically a, like a like a Bad Girls Club reboot, but it's on Zeus. So they named it Baddies ATL. And mm-hmm. um, so that's a thing. Oh, wait, I heard about that. It's trashy. It's it's a hot ass mess. But I guess you know. I mean, get your check, whatever. But I mm-hmm. brought this up because um, they were doing some like promo press conference thing. I don't fucking know. So it was Natalie Nunn. Do you remember Judy? 
Yeah. The one that always told her damn purse. And um, mm-hmm. it was Natalie, Judy, and somebody else, and then Tanisha. And so they were at, at some press conference or whatever. I'm calling it a press conference. I don't know what the fuck it was. But um, Judy was saying like, yeah, you know, y'all shame us for being on TV, acting a certain way, but y'all watch Real Housewives of Atlanta and those women are in their 40s and 50s and 60s acting a fool, acting like us. And y'all don't stand up under them. Portia, still in husbands, Portia, still in husbands. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just, and, you know. And I... This is the thing. This is the thing. So I made the mistake of commenting too early. Let's you know how you comment on the shade room too early or you comment on somewhere too early and everybody sees your comment so they want to yeah. react to it. So I commented way too early on the on the neighborhood talk and I, my phone be going off all day. So basically what I said was, because she called out the Real Houses of Atlanta and she called out Portia and stuff. And basically what I said was, I said, you know, I understand her point, but at least they're making millions out of it. You know what I'm mm. saying? Because Candy's a millionaire. Nene Leakes, she's a millionaire. Um, I don't think anyone else gets paid as much as Candy and Nene um but right. either way they're in the hundreds of millions of dollars they're getting paid way more than the bad girls club girls i'm for certain so mm-hmm. I, you know that was my whole point but then everybody commented like oh money's everything and they still da, 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 whatever but anywho i'm asking you jonathan how do you feel when it comes to i guess like different tiers of like reality tv when it comes to women because like all these women fight but mm-hmm. like do you look at all these shows the same or like how do you like I mean how do you feel about these shows in general so I definitely feel as if some of these shows haven't been quite worth the hype Mm. in terms of like flavor of love Mm. um like the original love and hip-hop Mm. where it came Michelle and Rashida oh no that's not even the, that wasn't the original the original was the Jim Jones Jim Jones and Chrissy that was the original love and hip-hop well the the, the second one <laughs> <laughs> that was the original love and well hip-hop. the but even the original like the original one was up there in terms of like good quality tv mm-hmm. but everything now I feel like it's kind of just why down like people are just trying to get a check you know their career may not be going in the way that they wanted to so just the acting is horrible yeah to make themselves still be relevant they're like oh i need to just do something making up fake music careers like no um like where is the quality at like that's what we're missing and you know now and even the the actresses that they're putting on there. They're not real actresses. They're just people that they're just are, extras. Yeah, <laughs> extras. Yeah. <laughs> but I was talking about when it comes to these like shows like Real Housewives and Bad Girls Club, because that's basically the same thing as all women interacting with each other, being catty. But like when it comes to Bad Girls Club, where they're when they're more like ratchet and more aggressive and more trashy versus like the real housewives where they're still, you know, petty and catty, but it's not as, like, rough around the edges as the Bad Girls Club is. Like, do you mm-hmm. look at those that, see, I described it in a way that I see. I see them both differently. Um, but with you, like, do you put them in the same category? Like, do you look at them the same? Or do you look at them as, like, oh, this is the more classy trash? Or, like, like that's what I mean. Like, what do you 
think of those definitely there's a difference um there's definitely a difference between top tier Mm -hmm. and 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 low tier um when it comes to that um i definitely feel like you can tell the difference between classy and ratchet Mm. and people will be like well oh the ratchet is going to get more ratings because they're going to fight they're going to do this they're going to do that but in terms of the people that's actually on the show and they have a following i feel like the classy still gets recognition as well um Mm -hmm. me personally i feel like if you have a good mixture of both people are still going to watch it but when it's constantly like ratchet like you may get uninterested and it's just gonna be like eh, i ain't gonna watch that next week or whatever then the reunion everybody you know waiting to see a fight or whatever but you know it's it's definitely a difference between classy and ratchet yeah honestly i think they both they both kind of ratchet just one makes more money than the other that's basically that's, what i'm saying they both are hot ass mess both franchises are hot ass mess big facts and then lastly speaking of shows did you hear about tiana taylor and iman um shumper they're getting their own show on e their own reality show on e did you hear about that i did hear about that and yeah. i definitely feel like Tiana Taylor and Iman, they have a relationship that is just so, I don't know if I want to say unique, but it's definitely relatable. It's like people almost like want that within yeah. their own relationship. It's more realistic. Yeah. yeah. And they're, you know, they're themselves. They, you know, they're not your average family, but they're definitely just outgoing people. And I, I think feel like they're still very young too. They're still like they're like around our age. Mm-hmm. And and they incorporate their daughter in so mm-hmm. much of what they do. And you see her, you know, definitely personality too. I definitely feel like their show will definitely their views will be up there for sure um and i just feel like for them that's that's a good look i wouldn't say like oh no i wouldn't watch that because it's them like i feel like they're good people so yeah yeah. because this is this is their this will be their like their third reality show because they had like two different shows on vh1 a few years ago so mm-hmm. they make they make good TV, and I actually I'm I'm super happy though for Tiana because I know that she has a lot of like struggles when it comes to her music career. She said sometime last year that she's like thinking about retiring from music because she's tired of like, you know, just the music industry doing her wrong. Um, but I know that she, you know, but she still she still captivates us anyway mm-hmm. with her personality and her family and her daughters and things like that so i mean she says she's going to retire but you know you know that that's never really true but i mean yeah like people say they retire and then next thing you know a couple months later oh i'm dropping or a surprise like yeah. oh, i'm back but also you know tiana she does more than music she's also like a director now and a producer and things like oh, that yeah. so i think i would definitely want to um see more of that on the show um, mm-hmm. especially with that E budget. So that's what mm-hmm. you know, the Kardashians on there. So they know, you know, the E has a nice little budget. So I want to see what they got going on with that E budget. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Cause they, I guess, I guess because the Kardashians are going off air, I guess they, you know, they had room to like add on another reality show. So 
I think that would be good. I think it's a good move for Tiana for sure. Okay, so um, on to music. What music have you been listening to other than the the new Nicki Minaj? What have you been listening to? Um, so I've definitely am still waiting on Bruno and Anderson Pack. Oh, me too. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, I'm waiting like, for that too. Um, I'm patiently waiting for that. Um, I've listened to that almost every other day. Oh, not- that, that one song? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one song they got out? Yeah, I've been listening to that. Um, I listened to J. Cole's album all the way through. I didn't today. finish that yet. I didn't finish it yet. But um, he definitely... You know, hell his own. I'm I'm waiting on Kendrick, King Kendrick. Oh yeah, Kung Fu Kenny. Um, who else have I listened to? Um, T Pain and Kalani got a new song out. Yes, because they they flipped the buy you a drink record, right? Yes, yes, and I I'm I'm feeling that. Um, Is Kalani independent? I think she is. I feel like she is. I don't know. I think she, I feel like she is independent. Um, and then who else have I listened to? Um, DJ Khaled's album. How you feel about that? So I guess compared to some of his previous albums, I definitely feel like this one was more personal for him. Um, I do like a couple of the songs that are on there. Um, of course, the Sorry Not Sorry with Nas and Jay-Z. Um, I definitely like the I Did It record with Post Malone and Megan and Lil Baby and the Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could have left off the two Drake records that we've already heard and put something else on there. Mm. But, you know, they, they do that because, you know, that's for streams. Yeah. Yeah, um, but those are, and I like, I, you know, as, as much as people n- knocked on Cardi for her <laughs> record. Yeah, I liked um, it, shit. I personally feel like for her, that was her, like in her element, you know what yeah. I mean? I don't feel like it was completely bad. Um, I definitely saw people in the comments talking about some. The beat be beating y'all up like y'all can't. Oh, rap. they just don't like her. Yeah, uh, you know, I guess the fans... yeah, Kalani signed to Atlantic. Okay, cool. Um, because I feel like between Atlantic and Interscope, that's mm-hmm. or Republic, that's mm-hmm. a, where a those good are big labels. Yeah, because the baby, the baby is on Interscope, I think, because um. If I'm not mistaken, and either either Interscope or something else, but I know because I know that it was the baby, Selena Gomez and Billie Eilish. They were on um, they were on the cover of Billboard a few months ago. Mm. Let me look it up. On no, I was saying that they definitely, I believe, are all on the same damn label. And the baby actually been been kind of quiet these past couple of weeks. Yes, yeah, not like him to be yeah. quiet. I don't know what's going. On. I mean, that's fine. Though. Listen, like I, that's why I wasn't really mad about. I wasn't really mad about Megan stepping away because you know we don't, she doesn't want to oversaturate herself because she's on everybody's featured song, she on everybody mm-hmm. remix. She had just put an album out. 
chill you know what i'm saying so it's like you know i i don't mind the stepping away but yeah what else were you, you said what else what else you listen to um so yeah besides the Khaled, um money bag yo his album is really good um, oh my god i love money bag yo i love money bag yo yeah he's on interscope okay yeah, I love Moneybag Yo, man. For I, at first when he first came out, I was like, "Who is this? Oh, what?" Yo, <laughs> Jonathan, like he goes hard. Moneybag oh, Yo go hard, and his sound has transformed from when he first came out to now. Like he's not stuck in the same mindset as he was mm-hmm. either. I feel like he's definitely set his, himself apart from Yo Gotti. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. I never really, um, I, I keep forgetting that him and Yo Gotti are like linked in some way. I don't even think of Yo Gotti when I think of Moneybag Yo. Yeah, I don't, I no longer really think of them all like, you know, being the same in terms of like who they were signed to. Because I know basically like, Yo Gotti was like signing a lot of Memphis rappers and stuff. Didn't like he that. sign um uh fuck what's his name? Two two black youngster. Yeah, he signed black youngster. Yeah. Okay. And matter of fact, I started listening to more money bag yo when they came that to that joint album. The joint album, and they came to Winterfest in Baltimore. Oh like, you how long ago? Huh? How long ago was this? Like probably three years ago. Oh, okay. Um, it was like a winter fest, mm-hmm. and they were out there. Uh, Moneybag, Yo Gotti, Black Youngster. Um, I want to even say Cardi was there at Ooh. that point as well. Um, when Press was was out, yeah, when Press was out. So I can definitely tell the people that he brings in they don't stay the same, you know, just because they're signing Yo Gotti. Like, he's definitely transitioning into becoming himself, like, his craft. And you can definitely tell from this album compared to his previous albums, he's leveled up in a way. Yeah, yeah. And he's actually, like, you know, more open and, you know, really... Like I, I really enjoyed his Breakfast Club interview that he did um a few weeks ago too. So mm-hmm. I like Money Bag, yo. I think he he go hard as shit. Like you, yo, it's just, it's his. I think it's the voice and his accent that be doing it for me. And then the beat, it's just it's just he, yeah, he gonna be around for a long. I think he gonna be around for a long time. That, but I feel like the remake for Waukesha. Mm-hmm. I feel like that just it, it's a vibe. <laughs> yeah, everybody like Waukesha. Uh, Wakisha, Wakisha, Wakisha. <laughs> Anywho, did you have any more music? Because I got a couple of things I want to discuss for my little my little musical list. Um, that's really all I've been listening to. Um, yes. Yeah, so I haven't I haven't finished the Jayco album. I will finish that soon. But I enjoy I enjoy it so far. I just you know what with with J Cole, I'm like, look, I'll listen to it. I don't care because I feel like he's telling me a story. Just let me know what yeah. you've been going through while you while you've been gone. I don't care how it sounds. Just let me know how you've been what you've been going through, how you feeling. Just let me know. I, I'm I'm here. I'm listening. I'm listening to the whole thing. I don't I don't fucking care. So I yeah. So I'm like I don't even care. He's telling me his story the way he wants to tell me the story. So I'm down for whatever he gives me. 
Anywho, mm-hmm. um, did you, how did you feel about the, um, did you watch the Amigos new video uh, for their song called Straightening? I have not, um, <laughs> but I feel like mm. they're not the same group. No. When ballistic over, you know what I'm saying? And I guess. You said what? They're not the same group that people like gravitated towards like went ballistic for yeah because even culture two like culture two disappointed me compared to culture i think it was way too many songs on culture two and then also um it was a song they had on culture two that sounded just like um one of the songs from culture one i'm like why did y'all put this on here like this but yeah i just i listen i okay so I used to love me. I love Migos. I love Migos. Like I, but in college, I loved Amigos in college. <laughs> but like, think- it's just, I just feel like it's something about, cause I, I remember saying on this podcast, I remember saying how I feel like they fell off a little bit. And honestly, yeah. honestly, not to be shady. I, I liked, I liked when they did their solo projects on This is the thing. All right, Jonathan, I want yeah. also to go solo. I want another solo offset album because off solo offset he is great. I, I love because uh, uh, he he's very um. I feel like out of the three of them, offset is more versatile. Like he he can change up his flow more, um, and he fits on different types of songs. If that makes sense. Like if you haven't noticed, like you know, offset does a lot of different features with a lot of different genre or a lot of like pop people or whatever. You know, like yeah, like Quavo does. Like Quavo. The, Quavo does like the big. See, I think Offset does more features than Quavo does. But with Quavo, he's so cool with Justin Bieber. So whatever they do together is going to be like a this big diamond platinum hit. You know what I mean? But I think Offset does a lot more groundwork when it comes to different things. And I think I think his rapping um, is is way more versatile. And I really I thoroughly enjoy solo offset music like his album was great he makes good songs by himself and it sounds different from one another it doesn't sound the same you know Mm -hmm. i don't know am i making sense oh you're making absolutely perfect sense i i i have the same sentiments that you stated so i I agree yeah what you i mean you think that he's like the like you like him more out of three or yeah i definitely feel i like offset more um to me Quavo was the one that pretty much kind of got people together to kind of do songs with Migos yeah but Offset to me like stands out I think um this is the thing I think definitely I think Quavo is like very attractive I think he has like the he has like the bigger personality I think but I think that Offset he just um he is to me like the better artist or like I guess you know I think he's a better artist you know with sure. Takeoff Takeoff he's so laid back but you know take I ain't gonna lie Takeoff he makes some bomb at, he makes some hard ass shit by himself too I ain't gonna hold you he makes some hard ass shit by himself but I feel like Offset is the best of both worlds like Offset gives me more of a variety I'll say that and I think mm-hmm. a lot and a lot of times with Quavo Quavo he does a lot of like Travis Scott Travis Scotty type stuff. Like I'm like, this sounds like Travis Scott, you know? 
yeah that's how I be yeah. sometimes around. okay so then also mulatto she announced uh her project called lotto is coming out soon i think it's this friday i think do you but think it's, it's a EP or do you think it's a single i think it's a project because um if it was a single she would have just said the single name but it's a project i think okay looks like a cover yeah because that promo video she did let me see it had me wondering video. like you know it had me wondering like okay let me see you she just she must have just posted it because i didn't see it before I, uh, well it's um she posted it on instagram i want to say a few days ago last friday or something like that she What's posted her page her page is her page down hold on let me check it's not coming up no more or did she change her name she changed her she changed her she she officially changed her name to lotto but i don't think she changed her oh. instagram handle she changed her instagram name to lotto oh um, i don't and i i just now catching that i see it now I hope, lotto seven 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 Oof. yeah i get it i get it because you know she she had to change the name because people wasn't having it with the mulatto stuff but damn i love the cover though let me see this promo mr mrs so i made it official 521 i think yeah i think it's a project like a, maybe like an ep type of situation yeah mm -hmm. because um yeah she's showing behind the scenes in the studio yeah it's a, it's a project i love the cover art though it's really cute yeah, I, I yeah. like Mulatto. I oh, like her a lot, too. I guess it's Lotto now. <laughs> yeah, Lotto. We're going to still call her Mulatto, but she puts Lotto 777. All right, Mulatto. I'm going to still call her Mulatto. Okay, so yeah, it's called, it's, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I like Mulatto a lot. She, I think she's really talented. Um, And then also, the City Girls, they're finally going to release their leaked single, Twerculator. Um so i can't wait for that i mean i'm guessing the the cover art for the single is really cute um but i mean i don't know if yeah, they I shot a the video for it or i don't know what they did they just shot yeah, the cover art for it i guess huh i mean i don't know if they shot a video i know they shot the cover art for it the other day and they released the cover art today but what huh. i'm saying is like i mean i mean did they make a video out of it or did they just what are they doing so I don't know if they did a video. Um, I feel like if they're just now getting cleared for the song, mm -hmm. I doubt they did a video so quick. Yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, now that it's coming out, like it can count towards Officially. strength. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I wish that, um, so this is the thing, right? This is a fun fact. So my cousin, he's a producer, right? He actually produced a couple songs for um, other QC artists like Lakia and Bank Bankroll Freddie. Yeah. He, he has, yeah, so he produced some songs on there. You know Lakia, right? I love Lakia. She's, I like her a lot too. She she go hard as shit. For I like sure. Lakia a lot. But yeah, so he was supposed, so, okay, so the trick later, it wasn't clear, right? It wasn't clear. So I guess like he um, was supposed to like, do a new version or whatever but i guess they ended up getting the sample cleared so his version didn't come out and i was hoping if they'd released the trickle song it would have been his version but it's not uh -huh. it's the sample version that they finally got cleared but yeah but i mean yeah i guess well hopefully he can get his you know because if this is it listen if 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 this version if his version of trickle came had came out if they had released his version listen I don't know, man. It would have been that would have been 
that would have been his hit, I feel like. Because like every producer, every producer has like that one song that really put them on the map. I think Twerkulator would have been would have helped them. For sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But the cover art's pretty cute. I love when they do little cute press on nails. That was cute. Yeah, I feel like um Kalan, he's been in his bag. Who? Kalan. Oh, um, Kellen, Kellen, yeah, Kellen, Kellen, yeah. Kellen or Kellen? I thought it was Kellen. Let's ask the people. What's, what's, <laughs> how do you... Is it Kellen or Kellen? <laughs> but I know so his... Santana be like, Carisha, where's Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> Carisha, who's on here today? Like, it's, it's, uh... <laughs> I, I never really know any names, for real. But mm. um, I definitely feel like he's been in his bag since mm. he been doing Megan's and the City mm-hmm. Girls, mm-hmm. Nikki, Doja, you know, different people here. Mm-hmm. SZA, I want to say as well, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, he's definitely oh, doing Um, Okay, so my last song, um, I wanted to see what you thought. Did you hear the um, Trackstar remix featuring, it's, it's by Mooski, um, the Trackstar remix featuring Chris Brown, Young Blue, and A Boogie with the Hoodie? So that came out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't heard it yet, mm-hmm. but I feel like with the culture, mm-hmm. and I can say it because I definitely feel as if it's okay not to do a remix to every hit song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like some songs should just be left as is. Now, additionally, to add on to that, when people make remixes, how it used to be, the beat used to be switched up. Uh-huh. It'd be a whole uh, new that, damn song. Different. That's why I love Savage remix so much. It was a whole new damn song. Yeah, like it was it was so different. But now people just be putting the same lyric on there and they add somebody's verse to it. Remember um, when I, they remixed um my bad, remember when they remixed um the dreams she got her own? And see that was so and they turn it, it turned into a whole new mm-hmm. it was a whole other song what you gonna say yeah like you know that's the difference between people actually you know putting out music and switching it up yeah but i mean i think nowadays it's such a it's such a easy cheat code nowadays because when a when a remix comes out, you know it's a business move. And then Homeboy, oh, we don't even know him. He's a new artist, so that's a, that's his first hit. So it's like, I guess he's just trying to like keep us entertained while mm-hmm. he tries to work on other new music. I guess I don't know. This is like how the, the Throat Baby dude um, came out with that remix. Even the remix is bomb. But like yeah, he, I feel like that remix was that remix fitted. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, and people ch- clown the city girls for it. Like, they wanted Lotto. I want to be fucked like it's uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I definitely feel like they held their own on that record. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely feel like the baby being on that type of record added a new flair to it. And even KRS, he switched up his... Um, flow on yeah. it too so yeah it, it was fitting um but like i said i haven't heard the track star remix yet so 
Me neither. Uh, I just wanted to see if you did, but you didn't. But you know, it's, it's a cheat code. They got Chris Brown on it, so you know, ultimately yeah. it's gonna be like on the charts somehow. You know, so. Yeah. And then I would like to see Chris Brown actually do a video doing the choreography to it. You think you do? <laughs> you think you gonna do the track star correct? Well, not like, not choreography, but you know how he used to get on like 106. And... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about. I'm thinking you want him to do the damn, the damn uh TikTok dance to it. Oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? No, nah, I don't think he would do all of that. But right. you know, breezy is breezy. So yeah, yeah. Well, that is um, that's all for my music. Um, I did want to say this. I'm not really watching any shows right now because Snowfall is off, but um, I am going to get back into watching um, this show called The Black Lady Sketch Show on HBO. Um, the second season just came out. Um, the first season was freaking hilarious, but it's an all black woman cast and it's just different sketches on HBO all in one show. Um, and it shows that black women can you know, be funny and be versatile. Um, I don't know why these SNL and all these other sketch comedy shows don't have more Black women on them. But this show, Black Lady Sketch Show, shows that Black women can be funny and they're talented and they're versatile and they can do anything. So I think, Jonathan, you should check it out. I don't know if you have HBO or not, but it's funny as hell. I do have HBO. So I believe it's produced by Issa Rae. So there okay. you go. Yeah. So- for that recommendation i'm gonna definitely check it out yes anywho well that's all for me any last um words you want to say any last minute shows you want to shout out or anything you want to say before we uh close out any positivity (laughs) you want to spread um so i know y'all have heard that pose is going to be ending oh yeah um i've watched three episodes thus far that they have shown on fox the last, and, I mean, the last season of the three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've showed um, three episodes thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's definitely bittersweet being that if you saw the first two seasons, like how far they've came as, you know, people in general, but the characters they've grown into. And, you know, they really have grown into them and so now like following them on like ig and stuff like that Mm -hmm. you know they they really love who they're becoming and i think this season combined highlights you know the positivity and what they had to offer to the show i definitely hate that it's coming to an end because you know shows like this and legendary and things like that it's definitely keeping um everyone up to date on what is going on but i hate that it can get emotional um while watching some of the shows Mm. see i haven't even watched pose i need to watch pose man come on fx right yeah that means it's on hulu yeah so i can just watch it on hulu yeah i haven't even gotten into i haven't even gotten into p valley yet yeah me hello yeah me i haven't gotten into that either yeah so maybe i should get into that since snowfall is off did you watch snowfall (laughs) 
<laughs> that is actually what was on my list next. You've never watched Snowfall? No. I told y'all I, I was in them books. I know that's right. Be in them books. That's why you got them, them, th- them damn uh, three degrees now. Anywho. <laughs> All right, well, that's all for me. That's all for you? Yes, that is all for me. All right, well, thank you, Jonathan, for joining me for episode 96 of Heard the Podcast. It's me, Danny. Again, um, Heard the Podcast is available on all podcast streaming platforms. That's iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, anything you can think of, we're on there. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Heard the Podcast. That's H-E-R-D, the podcast. Make sure you guys... um, I don't know. Tell a friend, like, comment, subscribe. Go on YouTube, type us in H E R apostrophe D the podcast. Subscribe to us and all those good things. All right. Well, that's all. And um bye. Bye, y'all. Hey yo, I am the star in any room that I stand in. I am the standout. You just my stand in.